我在凌晨的时候就是说我得到我在同飞机的一个朋友告诉我就是说有一套宝刀已经清理干净了叫我到那边去看看是不是能够排到位置因为我家有小孩他希望我跟他们一起去 so it was almost midnight and a friend of mine came to me and told me, oh, it looks like they actually cleared up one of the one-ways. And so maybe you should go check because you have a child that maybe you get priority to board the next flight. Yeah, and then when we And so I got there, there was already a long line and I got my... my boarding pass and all, and all that, but I was still on the wait list really because there, the, the plane was full. And so I, I prayed with my wife that uh, the Lord will allow us to board this plane. And I also asked my son, and, and he confidently said, uh, no problem, we'll be able to get on that. Yeah. 呃，然后呃，飞飞机就是跑到清理完以后，就是就是该上飞机的人都上飞机了。And so runway was clear. Uh, everyone boarded who had a ticket. 飞机要起飞了，然后他把就是那个乘客走呃走到要要收缩呃要伸进去的时候，然后突然那个地勤人员他跟我讲，现在有三个位置，你们你们轮到你们，你们可以上去。and so I thought, well, I guess that's it. Um, but then at the very last moment, uh, the ground crew told me that actually there are three more spots left, and that's for you. And so I, I still remember, so we boarded the plane, but when we were boarding the plane and looking back at the terminal, we saw a line of people looking at us. Yeah, we were on and when we were on the plane, we saw that indeed there were only three seats left. Yeah, so everyone was tired, everyone uh, went, went to sleep. And so uh, I, everyone was asleep, but I was awake, and I looked out, and I still remember seeing the uh, rising sun yeah, through the clouds. And I saw, I saw the many colors from the, uh, from the sunrise. Yeah, and it was very, very beautiful. And so uh, and so uh, I was in New York uh, finally, and then one, 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 one day after, or some days after, we were in the park uh, playing with my son. And yeah. we, have a, we have a very important bag with us. And we lost it. And we lost it. Uh, and so it has important bank cards, passports, and important documents, uh, even cash, um, and we, we lost it. 
当我们意识到我们回到公园的时候，我们已经找不到这个包了。And by the time we uh, discovered that we lost it, uh, we went back to the park, but we could no longer find it.然后公园管理员跟我找，一起找，垃圾桶里也找，然后希望能找到证件。然后我们什么都没有找到。And the officials in the park tried to help us look for it. We looked around even garbage cans. Uh, we just could not find it.我老婆很着急，然后她她又祷告了，希望主能帮她找回来。And my wife was uh, very nervous, and so we prayed together that the Lord would help us find the bag. And in the end, uh, the Lord helped us to find uh, the, the bag. We were able to recover it, so thank the Lord. And then the, the day after I actually got back to the park, and on the bench I noticed where I was sitting, it says this. 他说, and uh, it says on, on the lines of, in fact, God is in this park, and this is like heaven. Yeah, 我, 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 and so I was quite surprised to, to find that, and then somehow I ran into a sister who meets here. Yeah, and just like many of the friends here, maybe today, that she then brought me, invited me to come here. Yeah, and when I connected all the dots together, I came to realize that it is not that because I was lucky. Yeah, Ever since college, I have been just running a business, and you know that life is not that easy. 有时候你的健康，呃，你的事业，还有你的所有的一切，都其实都不是你能掌控的。Your business, your health, even are not things necessary that we can control. Yeah，我开导过两个公司，and I have, I have run two different businesses. Yeah,我在二十几岁的时候，我两边的头发都已经白了。And by the time I was even in my twenties, I start getting gray hair already.但很奇怪，我现在在美国的时候，我的白头发又变黑了。And for some strange reason, by the time I get it to when I get to the U.S. now, my white hair, my gray hair turns black again.Yeah,你很奇怪，你现在就你们看我从远方看。看不到白头发。and so if you're looking from afar where you are, you probably don't even see any gray hair. 而且我很奇怪，我我我租房子，我怎么也租不到，因为人家看到我有小孩，他不租给我。And and in fact, it's so difficult for me to rent because they look at me, they thought, oh, this young person, they they're not kids with kids, so it's a hard to hard to rent. 最后我找到了一个房子，然后我进房子的时候，灯上面挂了一个十字架。and so in the end I, I found a place and then I, 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 when I was there I realized that there actually was, was a cross on the wall and then in fact the daycare uh, center was right there it's so close to even come to the meeting place a 10 minutes walk Awana就是一个小孩的基督基督徒的一个。
讲故事的一个聚会 and I have always worried since I come to the U.S. in terms of this, uh, how do I maintain the income. And you know, for me, it's probably a rather difficult for me to actually land on the job. And so I was reading the Bible, and God gave me a word when I was reading. It says something on the lines of, look at the birds of the air. They neither sow, they don't weep, nor they gather into the barns, and yet you will more value than them. And so I was reading some materials after that, and then eventually I started doing some home business. And it was great that I was able to do housework and took care of the kid and also uh, do my business along the side. And so after a year, the business was actually really on good track. And what God reminded me was the fact that I need to build my house upon solid rock so that when the rain beats upon it, it would stand. Yeah. And so I thank the Lord for choosing me and my family that we may enjoy such blessing in Him. 其实我在国内，我开公司，虽然我生活条件还不错，但是就是我的心脏感觉不是太好。在国内的时候，And when I was back in China, even though things were going well from the business standpoint, but in my heart, I didn't feel good.呃，我有时候晚上会突然惊醒，然后有噩梦，心脏会痛。And sometimes I may just wake up at night and even feel some pain in in my chest.当我来到美国的时候，其实我我我我刚到纽约的时候，我觉得纽约并不好，没有上海好。And when I first came to the U.S., in fact, I thought that well. It's not as nice here as compared to yeah, Shanghai. Yeah, and so, but in fact, now my, my, my heart problems they, that went away, my hair turned, turned from gray to, to, to black again. And so, the only thing I want to just conclude with is to say that what God has prepared and chosen for you is the best. It's much better than anything else that you can choose for yourself. 而且而且还有一个问题就是孩子的教育，其实孩子孩子啊，你不管小孩子大孩子，他很难教啊，很难教。And in fact, talking about your your kids, uh, whether it's it's an older older one or a younger one, teaching them is 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 very difficult.有时候孩子会很不听话，我不管用什么方式，他不听我的话。And because they sometimes don't listen to you and they just don't pay attention to you.我现在有两个儿子很头痛。And now I have two sons and it's a lot of headache. 
但是我在神面前，我我我跟神祷告，我希望他能到主内来了，然后我把两个孩子都交托给神。And so I pray to to God, wife, that He would bring them to Himself. Uh, so I commit, we commit them to to Him. Yeah,美国教育比上海要好很多，但是美国太太太自由，小孩很容易得到不好的信息。And and compared to Shanghai and China, uh, the education in the U.S. in terms of the quality is probably better. But uh, at the same time, it is also much more, uh, they have much more freedom to do they, what they want. And so the direction they head could also be sometimes dangerous. Yeah, and, but I thank the Lord that ever since I have brought them here, uh, they got much better. Uh, 我我我的孩子，我们在领用饼杯的时候，我的孩子在两岁多的时候，他他就讲，我还没有信主，我不能分饼杯。他说。And in fact, when we were partaking of the bread and the cup during the Lord's table, that my my young son said to me that, oh, Dad, I I, I can't take this. Uh, I, I have not received the Lord yet. Yeah,而且他每天在家里画画，他画的都是诺亚方舟啊，然然然然然然后他然后画那个基督的十字架。and so, in fact, oftentimes I see him drawing, doing things at, at home. It would be the Noah's Ark with the animals or uh, Jesus and the cross. Yeah. So thank the Lord for choosing us. My name is um, Miss Wu, and I have believed in the Lord for three years. On my lowest part of my life, Sister Baidan took me to the meeting place here. I met many sisters, including people like Amy and Sister Minan, etc. And many brothers helped me, like Brother Ina, Brother Lee, Brother um, Tony, they helped me and lead me to Christ. To know the Lord. So um, when I was baptized, the brother, two brothers put me down the water, and I just felt like I was transformed into a new living being. 以前我不懂得快乐，因为我妈妈去世的时候我很悲伤。我甚至，before I did not know what happiness is because when my mother died, I felt very sad. 啊，那个时候三年前我都不敢出门，我觉得我那时候非常胆小。I was very timid three years ago. I didn't even dare to leave the house. 后来我受浸以后，after I was baptized，我越来越喜乐。I become more and more joyful, and I was more and more um, courageous. Oh, so one, not long ago, I had some kind of traffic um, jam issue, and then someone actually asked for help. 
interesting, just without reservation, I just went and helped this person. It's almost the Lord telling me to do that. Because before like this, I would never have the courage to do such thing. 那我想一定是主告诉我这样去做，然后他给我的勇气和力量。And I think it's definitely the Lord who encouraged me, who gave me the strength and courage to do such things.所以这一次就是这次交通事故非常顺利的就解决了。And then of course that traffic issue was um resolved.Thank the Lord.下面我想用我的歌声来表示我呃就是信主以后。if you can turn to 1096, I want to share using my voice um, the song, yeah. expressing my joy. Grace, the artistic uh, charming sound. Share about what he has done in our lives. And I want to just spend some time to talk about why Jesus is so important to us. And why he ought to be important to you. So uh, just a little bit about myself. Uh, I love sports. I love to talk about sports. 
我也看一些体育的书籍 and they were asked a simple question. Who is Jesus to you? Now one of the coaches, um, one of what the answer from one of the coaches really struck me. So this is what he says. You know, Jesus is better than anything that we can ever hope for. 他说耶稣是比我们所想的任何的东西还要更好。Even better than the Super Bowl。甚至比那个超级杯还要好。Better than an uh, NFL football career。比那个那个美国职业职业足球的职业还要好。Then he goes on to say that even if they end up winning the Super Bowl，所以他说即使我们如果在超级杯呃得胜了，那he can't go, he can't wait to go and tell that。even still, Jesus is still better. Now, just to put this into context, because I think some, maybe some people don't know what the Super Bowl is. You know, for a professional football player, the Super Bowl, this championship game, is the very pinnacle of their career. It's the thing that they have worked all their lives for. And, you know, sad to say, I think I'm confident to say this, that probably majority of us will never become professional sports athletes. But still, I, I think we can relate to that idea. You know, it may not be as grand as the Super Bowl. But we all have, um, we all try to pursue the very best for ourselves and for our families. You know, we, are, we always strive to achieve the very best. A lot of those could be good things. You know, we try very hard to achieve that dream job or that six-figure salary. You know, we work very hard to get that six-bedroom house in the suburbs. You know, get, make enough money so we can buy that luxury car because, hey, my neighbor just got one. I think I better get one myself. But the bottom line is, we, no one wants to settle for the, the you know, second best. We want the best. But let's think about what this coach just said. You know, he's about to get the chance to win this championship game. The thing that he has worked his whole life for. But he said that Jesus 
is still better. And so by the end of my sharing, I hope that you too can see and say that Jesus is still better than anything this world can offer. So, as I mentioned, I, I think it is really in human nature to want to achieve the best. To somehow fulfill our potential or our purpose. But you ever ask yourself, what is that purpose? What is supposed to be our purpose in life? You know, the Bible has the answer to that. So, we're going to read a, a, a passage in Psalm here. And this Psalm writer here, um, as he is meditating on uh, God's creation, this is what he says. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have ordained, what is man that you are mindful of him? And the, the son of man that you visit him? For you have made him a little lower than the angels. And you have crowned him with glory and honor. You have made him to have dominion over all the works of your hand. You have put all things under his feet. Wow. That's a pretty amazing purpose there. God's original intention for man is to be the one that would rule over all his creation. To rule over all the animals he created. To have dominion over all the plants. To be the one where he um, takes care of all these things. Now that's God's original purpose for man. But sadly, I don't think we see that as a reality today. And why is that? Well, um, we have to look back at uh, you know the very first man that God created, Adam. You know, he, God indeed created Adam to have this uh, wonderful purpose. But he also created man to have free will. To be able to make choices. And so Adam and Eve and his wife Eve were, were left with very one very important choice. Man can choose to live with God, to be dependent on God, and to fulfill this glorious purpose that he has for him. Or the other choice. To choose a life where to be apart from God. To live for himself. To think only for himself. Now, what do you think is the better choice? 
Well, I think we all may know the story. Unfortunately, Adam and Eve chose the choice of the second choice. And so they committed the first sin. In, in or disobeying their creator. And rebelling against God. They chose instead to live uh, the way of this world. The way of selfishness. The way of thinking only for themselves. The way of sin. And this mark of sin. This corrupt nature of mankind. Has been passed on to all of Adam and Eve's descendants. And so that includes you and me. You know, we all, we're all related, all the way, if you, all, if you think about it, all the way to the very beginning. But that's the reality. We were all born with sin. I mean, it is our very nature. Think of all the times that you've perhaps told a lie. You thought only of yourself. You may have cheated someone in order to benefit yourself. You may have said something about someone else. But from the very beginning, you could even see it in the young child. In their disobedience, always demanding for things, only thinking for themselves. You know, that's the way of man. And the Bible says, you know, you may, well, you may think, you know, if you look at all the, um, the if you read the news headlines and you see how cruel man is to one another. Now you may think, oh, I'm not that bad. I certainly haven't done, you know, these things as bad as these people. But the Bible says very clearly that all of mankind, each and every one, all has fallen short. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And unfortunately, the price and the wages of that sin is death. The ultimate price of our choice that we chose to walk this way of this world is death. And so today, man walks in, in this way of this world. And it seems as if they're trying to regain what was lost. Trying to regain his glory. Trying to always achieve and gain and get the very best. But we know it's all in vain. You know, we try to seek for that instant gratification. 
You know, the, the, the things that money and friendship can, can provide for us. But we know how easy it is those things can vanish in an instant. And then when we gain a lot, it always seems like we want more. Never being satisfied. You ever have that sense of feeling empty? That something's missing? That there's a, 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 a lack of fulfillment in your life? Perhaps those are some of the things we are feeling today. Maybe there are those among us who have been working so hard to achieve so many things and yet it seems to be such a struggle. Or maybe there are those among us who just feel lost. No direction in their lives. But my friends, I have good news. After all, the word gospel means good news. And so the good news is this. In the Bible it says, the good news, because God had provided something better for us. God has provided something better for us. And His name is Jesus. God has provided something better for us. He provided His only beloved Son. Jesus, the Son of God, He chose to become a man, to be made a little lower than the angels. And born as a man, He lived as a man here. He experienced all things as a man. You know, in fact, the Bible says that there was nothing special about his appearance. You know, nothing physically attractive. But Jesus came and proved to be better than any man that has ever walked this earth. How? Well, then let's let's think about. I want to look at three things that are often said to define the value of man. Number one, his wisdom and understanding. Now we know Jesus is known and considered to be a great teacher. The history books say that. But see, Jesus is, was more than just a teacher. He spoke words of truth. And there were words full of power and authority. Unlike any man has ever spoken. And it, through his words, he captivated hearts. Such that a multitude would always be following him. You know, this was before they had we had big concerts and tours and things. 
But he had thousands of people following him every day. Again, so number two. The man's actions. His ability. So we know Jesus was uh, a great healer. He healed the sick. He healed the blind. He healed those who were lame. And even those that were deemed incurable. A man born blind. Having never see having never had seen anything ever in his life. Jesus made him to see. A woman who was suffering for 12 years because of a bleeding disease. That no doctor was able to cure. She was healed just by touching Jesus' clothing. Now you may be saying, well, I mean, if Jesus is supposed to be the Son of God, shouldn't he have such power? And to that I say, look at the way he healed. I point to you to the story of a man, um, a leper, and here it says, a leper came to Jesus, beseeching him and falling on his knees before him and saying, if you are willing, you can make me clean. And moved with compassion, Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him and said to him, I am willing, be cleansed. And immediately the leprosy left him. Now leprosy back it, leprosy is a contagious skin disease. That no one would dare to come even near him, this man, much less touch him. Jesus could just said a word. But with compassion. He reached out and touched this man. And he gave this man more than just healing. He showed him compassion for the first time in his in his entire life. And this is truly the way Jesus walked. From the moment he began his ministry, he came to seek the lost, the poor, and the sick. But again, number three, there's another thing we want to look at. Man's relationship with his fellow man. And so Jesus, yes, he came to teach and to heal. But he also came to tackle the very uh, heart of man. In the very way man lived his life. Now, Jesus taught that wherever your treasure is, there your heart will be. 
If your treasure is in making money, then your heart will be following after riches. If your treasure is trying to you know, be famous, then your heart will be proud. So, in the Gospel of John, Jesus taught his disciples that that's the way of this world. But instead, he told his followers, you ought to love one another. And this is what he told them. Greater love has no one than this, that one laid down his life for his friends. Jesus here, in saying this, has set the highest standard of man's love. To be able to sacrifice or give your life so that your a, a close family member or a friend may live. This is the highest form of love that a man can show. But isn't it funny? Because doesn't it seem like there's always some condition attached to it? With with our kind of love, there's always conditions. You know, that person has to be lovable, right? Or that person must have must have done something deserving of our love. Or well, if it's family, then you're forced to love them. But you know, that's still that's a condition. Man's love is full of conditions. Full of what have you done for me? But how does Jesus love? Well, let's look at another passage. In Romans it says, For while we were still helpless, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For one would hardly die for a righteous man, though perhaps for the good man someone would dare even to die. But God demonstrated His love toward us, His own love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So, who can say here without a doubt that they'd be willing to give their life for a close family member or a friend? Uh, that's, that's the highest form of love for man, right? Certainly not for someone that's undeserving. Or even, you know, one considered your enemies. But God, Jesus Christ, in order to demonstrate His love for you and for me, while we were yet sinners, 
while we were yet those that who rebelled against him, while we were yet those that walked this way of this world in sin, Jesus Christ, the perfect man, the man who had known no sin, he chose to go to the way of the cross for us. Remember, the price of our sin was death. But Jesus, for his, because of his love for us, chose to be nailed on the cross for you and for me. Chose to give up his life. To be crucified. To lay down his life for us. For people who are so undeserving. We, we didn't even know God. We didn't even care to know God. But he chose to do it for you and for me. My friends, that's the love of God. Unconditional. No strings attached. Doesn't matter who you are. He chose to die for you. So I ask, um, what do you think? What is the purpose that God sent His only Son to us? Did God just send Jesus to show us the better way? To make us see, hey, look, see, that's the way you were supposed to live. That's the man. That's the type of man you were supposed to be like. Did we think back to that verse? Did it say, God has shown us something better? No, it says God has provided us. God has provided something better for us. His name is Jesus. Jesus came to make things right. And by dying for us for our sins, He forgave us of all our sins. Those that we did in the past, those in the present, and those even in the future. And through His sacrifice, that relationship that we were meant to have uh, with God was reestablished. And my friends, this relationship is a living one. Because Jesus himself, having died and was buried, was raised up by God in three days. So that today, Jesus is alive. In heaven, crowned with glory. You remember that very first uh, passage that we read in Psalm? Jesus fulfilled it all. Proved to be better than any man that has ever walked. 
But guess what? Jesus having walked the way of man. No walking, knowing our weaknesses, knowing who we are. Knowing us better than we know ourselves. That Jesus wants to have a relationship with you and with me. Jesus knew we needed a savior. And so he gave us himself. He gave us the gift of salvation. The gift of life. The gift of his life. And so I ask you to consider today about this better way. The better way is not a lifestyle. The better way is not a uh, set of rules. You know, other religions will tell you you have to do this and that in order to find God. No, the better way is a person. His name is Jesus. And he is offering himself to you today. You may think that there is something you may have to do. The gift of Jesus is a free gift. In fact, there's nothing that we can do to earn it. None, no one, none of us can ever earn salvation. Jesus is giving it to you freely. All you have to do is believe and receive. Receive him today. Dear friends, I'm here to testify that I was one of those who also walked this way of this world. I used to live my life seeking a lot of selfish desires and gains for myself. And because of my selfish desires, I, sh- I shut out a lot of members of my family. Relationships I should have had were broken. And I chose to walk the way of this world. But one day Jesus came, came to meet me. And once again I had a choice to make. I could either continue to choose to walk the way of this world. The way of selfish desires and sin. Or choose the better way. The way of life. And accept Jesus. In my life. Well, I can testify today just like that football coach from the beginning. Uh, 
I am glad that Jesus is in my life. I am glad that I have a relationship with Jesus. And I am glad to say that Jesus is better than anything that this world can offer. Without a doubt, He is better than anything this world can offer. And so I I like us to consider a hymn as well. Um hymn uh it's in a hymn book, it's hymn three thirty two. For the sake of time we, we won't sing it. I I would like to read the uh the the hymn uh while our, our brother uh plays uh it says in this hymn, I'd rather have Jesus than silver or gold. I'd rather be his than have riches untold. I'd rather have Jesus than houses or lands. I'd rather be led by his nail-pierced hand. Than to be the king of a vast domain. And be held in sin's dread sway. I'd rather have Jesus than anything. This world affords today. So as our brother plays the melody of the song, I'd like us to bow our heads. So I'll close our eyes. Because this this time is really a time between you and God. It's not about whoever is sitting next to you. About, not about, you know, other people in this room. This is you and the Lord. My dear friends, in truth, Jesus is the only way to salvation. But the choice is still yours to make. Do you wish to choose the way of this world? Or do you wish to choose the way of life? Only one choice is the better way. Jesus is here. He wants to meet each and every one of you. He wants to have a relationship with you. A living relationship. And he's asking you right now. Do you wish to choose a better way? Perhaps we have been struggling so much in this world. So many burdens, so many cares. But Jesus says, Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden. And I shall give you rest. Perhaps there are those here that are lost 
not knowing where to go in this world. Jesus says, follow me. He is the way of life. If there are any among us here who, who recognize and see that Jesus is indeed the better way, if you are willing to open your hearts to Him, to receive Him in your life, indeed, this is something God has provided for us. Something better. His name is Jesus. If you are willing, we ask that you just raise your hand. This is between you and God. Thank you, I see your hand. Thank you, I see your hand. And anybody else? Is there we ask that you raise your hand now if you want to receive Jesus into your life. Thank you. Thank you. I see your hand. Praise the Lord. If there are any still, maybe there's something that's holding you back. Maybe there's some feeling that you're not worthy. That you've done too many things wrong in the past. But Jesus says, uh, that he, well, Jesus accepts you for who you are. Doesn't matter what, doesn't matter what you've done. Come as you are. And receive Jesus in your life today. Any others? You wish to respond to the Lord Jesus today. I know that there are even some that have been here with us for a long time. There are some, I know, young people in our midst as well. You know, you've heard the stories of Jesus. You know all these Bible verses. But you haven't yet made that decision. You haven't uh, opened your hearts to Jesus to let him in. Well, Jesus is here now. Wanting to meet you. Wanting to come into your life. Are you willing to let him in? Do you see that he is better than anything this world can offer? Now you if you if you're willing, raise your hands. Thank you, I see your hand. Thank you. Thank you. I see your hand. Praise the Lord. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we want to thank you so much. Indeed, how beautiful you are. Lord, we see how perfect you are in every way. 
You walk this way better than any man has ever walked. And yet we thank you that you chose still to go the way of the cross and to die for sinners such as us. We thank you for your love for us. Thank you for loving us so much. And thank you that your gift of salvation is a free gift. Out of your grace, you ask us to choose to believe in you and receive the gift of life. And so I thank you for each and every one here, our friends in our midst, who have accepted you, who have raised their hands to receive you in their lives. We thank you for meeting them here. And we continue to pray for those that your word would go and you would touch hearts. So that each and every one of us may see that you are indeed better than anything this world can offer. God has truly provided for us something better. He has provided His only begotten Son. We thank You, Jesus. In Your name we pray. We thank, thank you, Kelvin, for sharing. And we thank you especially those of you who raised your hand just now. Thank you for that boldness. Indeed, this is the most important moment of our life when we open our heart to Jesus Christ. So we rejoice with you. Now, uh, we're going to stay in this room and have a prayer time, but for those of you who raised your hands, we would like to offer time to meet with you individually. Uh, we have those who are, are waiting to, to be able to talk with you and pray with you, give you a Bible, so that you can really confirm what you have just uh, decided with the Lord. And if you didn't raise your hand, but the, but the Lord's stirring and you have questions and you want to ask somebody, I heard something, I want to ask somebody, we also invite you to come upstairs. So if the rest of us who can just stay, we, we would ask those who raised your hand uh, to now leave and go up. You go up through those stairs to the second floor of the big room. And 
And if you brought somebody with you and you want to help them upstairs. 老师，弟兄姊妹带着朋友来，可以陪他们去区域的，我们留在这个，我们继续可以有些祷告。So we'll just give a minute or two so they can go upstairs again. If if you have questions in your heart and you really want to talk to somebody now or pray, then we invite you to go. 所以我们就就邀请啊，大家有有一些问题，什么都可以到楼上，我们可以有一些交谈。Praise the Lord. So what we're going to do is we're going to spend five or ten minutes here. Those of us stayed in the room. Uh, we'd like to pray for those who are upstairs and, and pray for what the Lord has spoken to us. So we're going to open it up and let those pray uh, as, as you're led. And about five minutes, I'll close the time. So feel free as the Lord leads. you died on the cross for us and now Lord we do thank you for many that have somehow responded to that love and we pray Lord that as they go upstairs or there is this counseling time Lord we pray that your Holy Spirit will be in charge of that time and that that message of your love would be somehow Lord inscribed in their hearts we, we pray for the, those transactions Lord being made right now in the hearts of many we pray for living faith in you, Lord, for that understanding that you died for our sins, Lord, and that that is a sufficient salvation in that. Oh, that man indeed, Lord Jesus, would open their hearts even now, Lord. We pray then, committing this into your hands, Lord. Would you, Lord, gain many for yourself even now, in your precious name. Lord, that is doing this work. 
Lord, we even pray, Lord, that anyone, Lord, whether here, upstairs, Lord, who is still considering, Lord, that, Lord, you yourself, Lord, bring them to that clear knowledge of you. Lord, we pray, Lord, that you yourself, Lord, be so pleased, that your love is so great to see, Lord, the children being brought to yourself. Lord, we thank you, Lord, this is your work. Lord, we pray that you do that even now in your precious name. Amen. Answer their question. Clearly, without any doubt. Lord, those who come will, will live never again be the same. Because God has come down and reconciled men unto God. Lord Jesus, the net has been cast. Now it is up to you. Lord, do the work that you alone can do. And we will give you all the glory and praise and honor that you alone deserve. In Jesus' precious name. Unless we know you and have you as our Savior, it's not good enough. We want you, Lord. And even as those of us in the room who haven't received you, deep in our hearts, the truth is we really, really want you. Have your way in every single life. Come meet us, Lord. Give ourselves to you. You are Savior. And you should be the master of, of our life. And we thank you for being who you are. We thank you for your love. In Jesus' name. Amen. Just a further announcement. Your children, if you have any, should be downstairs. So make sure that you go get them before they leave.